Welcome to another encouraging word from Pastor Ron Hammonds, Senior Pastor of Golden Triangle Church on the Rock in Southeast Texas. We are so glad you're joining us. For more information about Golden Triangle Church on the Rock Ministries, visit our website, cotr.com. Enjoy the word. Without uh, any further ado, let me introduce to you the, the topic of our, our uh, message this morning is Lego. Lego. How many of you have ever gone to a Lego store? Uh, you know, and that's pretty much what uh, this is going to be centered around, uh, that type of building block. This morning, uh, I would like to beg your indulgence, uh, if you would, and I'm going to ask you to afford me a little grace for the sake of truth. Afford me just a little bit of grace so that I can share a truth with you and perhaps also at the same time make it memorable so that we can have something to carry home. Because it matters very little what I say today. What matters is what you hear, what you're willing to embrace, what you're willing to take home with you. It doesn't matter. I, I could preach here for hours, but, but uh, un, unless you actually get something to take home with you, something that will make you a little more like Jesus, a little more valuable, to your community, your family, uh, you know, a, a, a little more loving, kind, patient, then perhaps I have just wasted my time as the Word of God tells us that if we say 10,000 words and the people don't understand them, they, it, it doesn't change their life, it doesn't mean anything to them, then we have just been basically beating the air. And I don't want to just beat the air this morning. I want to give you something valuable. So please find something today that you can take home with you that will make a difference to you and something, hopefully, that you can share with someone else that will make a difference in their life this week. You'll be interacting with people at work and uh, on, on, you know, on, on campuses and uh, in, in, in you know, public situations, social situations, family situations, uh, on the internet. You will be interacting with people this week who need some encouragement, who need just a perspective, who could be swayed, who could be given an opportunity to say yes you know, uh, what, what I have believed in, what I've trusted in Jesus Christ really is the answer. You'd be surprised how much the devil tries to erode that each week in the life of men and women, boys and girls, and take away their confidence, their trust, their hope. But you can be a restorer of that confidence, trust, and hope just by being an encouragement to someone with the Word of God. So, as I said, in, uh, 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 I beg your indulgence, afford me some amount of grace for the sake of truth. As we open up our Bibles to the Gospel of Mark, chapter 11, we'll be going from Mark, chapter 11, uh, in, in just a little bit, we'll be going to John, the first chapter, okay? But Mark 11, in verse 23, a very familiar passage to some, uh, simply says this. This is Jesus speaking. He said, Assuredly. Now, when Jesus says something, you can believe it. But whenever Jesus goes out of his way to say, really, 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 I mean this now. You know, I mean, why in the world would, would Almighty God, the Son of Almighty God, have to tell us, I really mean this? It looks like if he said it, it would be enough. But he went a little extra step and said, Assuredly, I want you to know for sure. I want you to take note to this. You know, uh, you know assuredly, verily, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. 
Now, that is the gospel according to Jesus Christ. And not only is it the gospel according to Jesus, it is, it is marked with a verily, assuredly, truthfully, pointedly, I am saying to you. Very interesting here. The word says, S-A-Y-S, you'll find that four times in this particular scripture. More than 2,000 times in the word of God. But this this concept says four times, whoever says to this mountain, okay, uh, whoever says, says is a Greek word, epo, epo, that's what we'll call it today. It's used 997 times if you're interested. It is translated from the Greek word epo into the English word says. This is one of those 977 times. It refers to speech often a direct speech, sometimes even forceful. It's a very particular word. In the English, you know, um, we cannot parse our words out like you can in the Greek or like you really can in the, in, 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 in the Ethiopic scriptures uh, uh, that, that literally you know exactly here uh, what is being meant and we're supposed to study to show ourselves approved. And so this particular says, EPO, is a particular, you know, often forceful, direct speech. It's found in Matthew, the fourth chapter and verse three, when the devil is tempting Jesus and he says to Jesus, if you were to command... If it says, same epo. If you were to epo those stones, they would become bread. They would obey you. If you commanded them, they would obey you. Now, if you're the Son of God, let's see. Command those stones. Epo those stones. Forcefully direct. Forcefully speak to those stones. We see that also in Luke, the ninth chapter. Verse 54, where the Samaritans had refused to receive Jesus. And the disciples came to Jesus and said, Shall we command fire to come down out of heaven? Shall we epo fire to come down out of heaven? Shall we forcefully direct our speech and command fire to come down? Of course, Jesus said, no, you don't know what, you know, you, you really don't understand what I'm about. I'm here trying to save people, not trying to hurt them. Well, Mark eleven twenty three. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart those things that he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Uh, 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 those things he says. Those things he says. That's a different Greek word. Okay, you remember the first Greek word, whosoever shall say, whosoever shall forcefully speak, command the mountain to be removed and be cast in the sea. Okay, those things he says, says is the Greek word lego. Okay, isn't that interesting? It means basically to describe step by step, block by block. It affirms, it exhorts, it directs. 
be removed and be cast into the sea. There is a set discourse of action that is prescribed and laid out. A specific, do what I say like I say. That's, that's, that's basically how we will read it here this morning. More of a systematic, more of a schematic, if you will, as to what should be done. Building blocks, one piece at a time, interlocked and connected. You know, be plucked up and be cast. I mean, Jesus is, is giving a well-ordered step-by-step process. This particular says, Lego, you'll find it 1,184 times in the New Testament. Allow me to clarify, because I don't want to lose you, because in a moment we're going to build on this in order to see how God has arranged the universe and how it operates and how our life is intended to operate. Mark eleven twenty three, you remember there's a difference between Epo and Lego, okay? Here's the way it reads. For assuredly, I, Lego, I'm giving you directions, okay? I'm giving you a step-by-step process. Assuredly, I say, I know that we read, the, I re, we, we read this scripture, this verse, and it says, says, <laughs> it has the word says four times, and we don't realize that, that there are different words. So here Jesus is saying, now, 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 assuredly, I am giving you a process. Assuredly, I'm giving you directions. Assuredly, I'm giving you step-by-step process here. Assuredly, I lego to you whoever epos, whoever issues a command to this mountain to be removed, first step, be cast into the sea, next step, and does not doubt in his heart, this is another step, <laughs> but believes those things that he, Legos, describes, sets in order, will be done. He will have whatever he, epo, demands, commands. Okay, have I succeeded in confusing you yet, or is this becoming more clear? Epo, Lego. Okay? To describe, to give directions, Lego, to, to, to make it step by step. This is, this is a general understanding. Now, I am not a Greek scholar, by the way, and, and those of you who are know that I'm not. But I am fully aware that, that, that the more than 2,000 times that these two words are used, that you're going to find some variations and, and words translated. Not in every case do they follow strict guidelines, okay? And, and people are still studying and trying to figure this out, and they studied all their life, and they're still wondering. But the simplest understanding is always the best and the most favored, especially by Jesus as he is trying to give us a step-by-step understanding of how faith works, how our lives work, what he has done. No one can deny the scriptural truths that Jesus taught concerning the authority of the believer. God has given us authority over the enemy's ability, Luke 10, 19, to cast out devils, to heal diseases, to command forces of darkness to flee. That is a reality. Uh, But to find out how it fits into our daily life and how it fits into the universe... Uh, we simply need to go 
as I said, to John chapter 1. Because the Apostle John, in his 90s, perhaps close to 100 now, the elder John, the last living apostle, sits down, as we understand, in what is now just outside the city of Kusadasi in Turkey, which at that time uh, was Ephesus. And he sits down to write to us uh, basically a century's worth of walking with Christ both before his crucifixion and resurrection and afterwards and teaching the body of Christ how to embrace the realities that Jesus came to show us. Realities that are out of this world that supersede you know, our, our scientific investigations. How does this happen? John writes, I'm reading from the New King James Version. He says, in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. Now, the Greek word translated word and we know he's talking about jesus here in the beginning was the word okay but the greek word that is translated word in our bibles here is the greek word logos l-o-g-o-s many people are very familiar with that the word was first used by a greek philosopher as we understand about 600 years before christ and it referred to the divine reason which coordinates a changing universe what is behind this divine coordination of everything? Everything has been divinely coordinated. Logos. Interesting. The Apostle John here makes full use of this word logos to help us understand who Jesus is. Jesus is the logos. That's what he's saying. He's the word. He's referring to Jesus. There's, there's, there's not a doubt in anyone's mind that in the beginning was the Word, Jesus, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and He, He was in the beginning with God. He, Logos, the, 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 uh, the Word of God. And the Greek word Logos comes from the root word Lego. Interesting, huh? Which means to point out with words. And isn't that exactly what God did through Jesus? He pointed out, isn't that what he's doing this morning through me? Pointing out truth with words? Yeah. In the beginning was the Word, and God pointed out truth with the Word. God built everything. Let me not get ahead of myself. But God has pointed out truth with his Word. That's, that's what he has done. That's, that's the whole schematic here. God has pointed out truth step by step. I mean, you can even see it. You know, uh, uh, you can even see it in the seven days of creation. You can see it in almost everything. He, he tells us the step-by-step process, how he pointed out this with truth. And uh, uh, let's, let, let's continue Okay, in, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God. You know, um, He was in the beginning with God. Verse 3, all things were made through Him. Who? The Word, Logos. All things were made 
through the Word, still talking about the Word, the subject in the beginning. In the beginning was the Word. That's the subject. And now we're talking about Him, Him and the Word, Logos. All things were made by the Logos, by the Word. All things were made through Him, and without Him, nothing was made that was made. God's building with Legos. You know, he's putting everything together, intricately locked together. Isn't that interesting? A little more durable than the plastic, let me add. But uh, the concept is not different. We find it uh, confirmed in Colossians, the first chapter, verse 16. For by him, talking about Jesus again, all things were created that are in heaven and that are on the earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers or aliens. Oh, excuse me. All things were created through him and for him. We cannot afford to be moved off of the word. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. They continue. They're held together by this logos. In the beginning was the word. God used the word to create everything. God used the principles of pointing out truth with words and speaking word into existence. Let there be light. Boom. That's what whole. And all things are continually held together today. Everything is held together, including your anatomy and the biology of every living thing is held together. And you get one block out of place. And it's called death. Whether it's spiritual death or physical death. Getting one thing out of order. Whether he said do it this way and we don't and it doesn't work. Or, you know, God built the world with Legos. One step at a time. One intricate piece at a time in a God-ordered arrangement. Just let, just let our moon get out of orbit and see what happens. Well, there's a movie. You can watch the movie. Moonfall, uh, something like that. I haven't seen it, but I've seen it advertised. You know, this can be seen in everything that God did around us, how ordered, how structured, how necessary one part is to another, and another part is this, this whole concept of, of, of the elements being bound together. Uh, elements bound together to form the basis of life. To contain the spirit of life. Add, subtract, or replace one God-ordered element with another outside of the plan, outside of the schematic of God's purpose and order, and you open the door to and invite in death and darkness, despair. This can be done on the smallest levels or on the largest levels. If it works in the smallest life form, imagine how important God's perfect plan is for our universe. Jesus, the Word, the Logos, the Legos, if you will, of God, holds all things together. You don't want to remove. You do not want to rewrite even one of these elemental truths. If you remove it from the order 
of your life, if you remove one elemental truth from the order of your life, if you rewrite one elemental truth from the order of your life, then it ends up causing chaos. Uh, you don't want to remove these elemental truths from your family. You know, teach your children the truth. Don't rewrite the Bible to say it's okay to not follow the truth. It's not. The moment we begin to rewrite the Bible with our lives, the moment we begin to say that what he said really doesn't mean it. it, it, it it's really not that way, you know, uh, um, you know. Since I'm talking to people who are in church, let me talk about the ones who aren't. The Bible says how important church is. Jesus died for the church, coming again for the church. Don't rewrite that truth. It's important. The Bible talks about loving your enemies. Don't rewrite that truth. Okay? There's a purpose. There's a God. God's purpose is for that. The Bible says be kind, be loving, be caring. Don't rewrite that truth. Don't try to, uh, you know, form your own narrative because what happens when we do is we fashion a God that does not exist, that cannot hold things together. That, 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 that you know, it's like, you know, trying to replace Legos with your own, God's Legos with your own. Um, you know, the last time I looked, you know, uh, um, lust was still a sin. Stealing was a sin. I know those ten big suggestions, uh, you know, aren't popular these days. But they hold things together. Verse 4, John 1, we're still reading all things consistent. In him, in, in the Logos, was life. And life was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Now, John does not mean that, that the light was not noticed. He meant that, that, that it wasn't received. The light was not received. It was not embraced. Light came. You know, John 3.19 says, you know, John 3.16, we know, God so loved the world, you know, that he gave his only begotten son, John 3, 17. He did not send his son into the world to condemn the world. The world through him might be saved. We get down to John 3, 19. And this is the condemnation. That light came. And men loved darkness more than light. They enjoyed having the, the power. They didn't have the right. But they enjoyed the power of rewriting truth. And they would even say in our day that this is my truth. Oh, my goodness. Your truth cannot hold things together. Can't hold your life together. Cannot hold your family together. It cannot hold this universe together. It cannot hold a community together, a nation together. And we are living the results of other people rewriting truth. 
their Legos don't work. And we're stuck with a bunch of plastic edifices. Verse 10, he was in the world and the world was made through him. Still talking about the Logos. And the world did not know him. You know, the world knew that light had come, but, but they did not want to have an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. How many people did he walk past and invite them to come and be a part and they didn't want to? For one reason or another. They were busy. You know, they, they had, you know, uh, too much, you know, uh, going on. How many people is he walking by today? He's walking through the congregation right now. He's walking right there through where you, he, he's, he's walking among us today. He's walking throughout all the world today. He's walking through China. He's walking through Russia. He's walking through India. He's walking through Central and South America, through Eastern Europe, in, through the Middle East. He's walking through and he's inviting people today to come and follow me. He was in the world but the world didn't want anything to do with him. How about you? You know, verse 11, he came to his own and his own did not receive him. Verse 12, but as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become the children of God to those who believed on his name. He saved everyone that said yes. He'll do it today. He'll do it today. You see, for verse 14, the word... The Logos became flesh and dwelled among us. And we beheld his glory, the glories of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And this is where I'm trying to get to today. I was going all that way just to get to grace and truth. I told those in our pre-service meeting this morning, I'm hoping I can get to grace and truth. That's where I'm going. Uh, you know, I'm going to give them something to remember. Lord, help us all, because hopefully we can leave here realizing that God builds with Legos. If that's what connects you to this reality, but, but where we're going is grace and truth today. You see, because when the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, He was full of grace and truth. And when we allow the Word to live in us, what God's hope is, is that we would be a reflection of grace and truth. Grace to love, grace to forgive, and truth to redeem, truth to deliver. Grace to forgive us, and truth to save us. Verse 17, for the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Grace and truth. More than just, you know... A cold, dead stone, a law. Jesus gave us grace and truth. Well, today, let me uh, encourage you, rather than continuing with my notes, we're a little early. We could beat the Baptist to Luby's. <laughs> There's only one Luby's I know of here in our area. But, let me, let me uh, see if I can leave you with something. If you are not born again, 
get born again. Ask Jesus into your heart. He's walking past. He's inviting you to follow him. You know, uh, you know, he came and people didn't receive him. It's not that they didn't know about him. It's that they did not want to change their truth for his truth. They did not want to have an intimate relationship with Jesus. They didn't want him in their business. Light came and men loved darkness more than they did light. God has so intricately built everything and keeps it together by Jesus Christ that Jesus is our only actual hope. Knowing Him and, and inviting Him into your life, inviting Him into your finances, inviting Him into your family, inviting Him into your other relationships, inviting Him into your workplace, inviting Him into your classroom, inviting Him into your community, inviting Him into the areas that aggravate and irritate you and, and frustrate you, inviting Him to come in with His deposit of grace and truth. So that you have more grace to love and forgive and be kind and be patient and have joy and peace in your life. You see, you can invite him in today. If you've never been saved, you can be saved today. But if you have been saved and yet are still writing your own narrative... Still, you know, imagining that your wisdom is truth. That your opinion is truth. It's not. He's the only one that can hold all these things together. Invite him in fresh. And when he comes in, he will bring a deposit of grace and truth in your life. Grace so that you can put up with all the things that are going on around you. And truth so that you can help him change those things. Don't leave out the truth. It's important that we speak the truth in love with others around us. Don't, don't be shy when it comes to sharing the truth. But not your truth. His truth. And the only way that you can share his truth is you, have, you must know His truth. just want to encourage you this morning as you're considering what you're going to take home with you. Whether it's, uh, you know, God built everything out of Legos, okay? And so you don't want to be pulling one loose. It might cause the whole thing to crumble as it is before us. You know, God built our nation on Christian principles from the Word of God, you know, uh, you know, I think I heard this week that out of the 54 signers of the Declaration of Independence, 29 of those were seminary graduates. Pastors that God chose to put our nation together with a purpose. We don't need to be pulling these things out as though God didn't exist. And, and we don't need to be rewriting history to say that he, that, that he was not the founder of our nation. We need to restore. And it takes us speaking truth. Speak truth to your coworker with grace, with love, but speak truth to your coworker. There are some things that your coworkers probably need to be encouraged, and a little encouragement will go a long way. Condemnation and criticism won't, but a little encouragement, a little leadership goes a long way. It just does. Okay. So today we're going to ask Jesus to come into our heart fresh.
And we're going to decide today that we're not going to be, you know, those that are fashioning false gods by rewriting the Bible, trying to make it a reflection of what we think. Let's rather let it stand as a reflection of what God thinks. Amen? Amen. Father, today, sir, we pray that you would come into our heart and into our life in a new and a fresh way. For those who have not been born again, Lord, hear them, God, as they turn their life to you, as they simply say, God, here I am. If you can use me, Lord, use me, God. Uh, Lord, as they say uh, and, and, and appeal to your grace, Lord, for forgiveness. Forgive us, God, where we have failed you. Forgive us of our sins, Lord. Save our souls. Come into our heart. Be our Lord. Be our Savior. And God, fill us with your grace and your truth. Lord, as we read your word, Lord, and as we take it to heart, Lord, that it simply means, Lord, what it says. God, in the beginning, Lord, was the word, and everything was created by Christ Jesus. Lord, help us to stand upon that truth. Not, not, not a scientific uh, theory, but on the truth of your word, Lord. God, help us, Father. Lord, to share the truth with grace, Lord, with kindness, Lord, with respect, Father, but with more respect for you than we do other people's opinions. Who is more educated than you are, God? Who, Lord, who could put us together in such a way, Lord, with such great and intelligent design? Lord, it's you. And, Lord, you have given us a key to life, Lord, that whosoever shall speak to that mountain. Lord, and prescribe, Lord, by faith, according to your will, God, you said, Father, that that mountain would move. Lord, we speak to the mountains, Lord, that, that are standing between us and your perfect will, for our lives, for our families, for our communities, for our nation, for our church, for this generation. We are responsible, sir. We pray, God, that the mountains, Lord, especially those mountains, Lord, of darkness, Lord, and demon activity, Lord, God, that they would absolutely dissipate, Lord, and be cast in, into the seas, Lord. Cast uh, our, our sins as a nation, Lord behind our back into the seas of forgetfulness. Father, help us, God, as we, Lord, divorce ourselves from our sins and our fleshly tendency to like darkness. Lord, our flesh feeds on darkness. God, help us to realize that and not fall captive and not fall prey to our flesh, to our fears, our worries. Lord, we give you our lives. Sir, fill us with grace and truth so that we can put a smile on our face and share the truth with our friends. In Jesus' name we pray, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thanks again for joining us for another dynamic message from Pastor Ron Hammonds. Visit cotr.com and subscribe to all of our social media platforms to stay up to date. As well, Receive more encouraging messages from our pastor and details of the work we're doing both in our community and communities like ours around the world. Today and every day, God bless.